millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to Watching the Tudors. I'm Heather. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we watch the Tudors and talk about the real history behind the drama. And it's getting dramatic. It is. It's getting exciting. <laughs> this is episode 10, Woolsey Dies. It's called The Death of Woolsey. And that kind of is the spoiler alert as to what happens. Yes. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert, the title gives it away. And um, so just a little bit of background on this podcast. I, uh, Heather, have the Renaissance English History Podcast, which I started in 2009. And I thought it would be fun to go back and watch the tutors and talk about what was real, what was dramatic, what actually wasn't at all. And I thought it'd be fun to do it with my husband. Yeah, and I thought it'd be fun to learn about history by watching a television show, kind of easily digestible and entertaining. And I'm finding it very much that. I'm, I'm enjoying learning <laughs> about things and becoming interested. While, Every week while, you're like, this is getting more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think about it the next time I watch the show. So. Yeah. And, and I heard something referenced the other day that had to do with, like, this time and and I actually understood what they were talking about. So go, go go you. Yeah. And you can learn more about us at watching the tutors.com. That's also the page on my other podcast site. So you can get all the links there. And if you like this show, please leave us a rating in iTunes. It really helps people find the show and push us ahead in the rankings. This episode, Woolsey dies. It's I think it was the season finale and everything just goes to crap. Yeah, it seemed, I mean, it kind of seemed like I was thinking it might be a season finale. Um, It seemed like it was all building and all changing and all setting up. Yeah. And so basically, Woolsey is arrested for treason. Cromwell's rising. They have a big party when he dies. Um, And Thomas More's starting to arrest heretics and burn people. And it's all... And And Anne and Henry have sex. And there's a crescendo of... uh, uh, like re- reformism in, yeah. in the air. And there's and some really good music. I have to say, I really like the soundtrack of nice. this show. Um, yeah. And so also I just said all that before saying the spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, this is our regular warning that we talk about the stuff that happens in the show. So if you don't want to know, don't listen. We're assuming that you've watched or are watching along with us. And also, and also we just talk about broader, um, sort of history as well. Like, um, for example, the last question I'm going to ask uh, Heather today is going to be about what happens to people in the future. So, um, yeah, if if you want to be surprised, maybe skip the last question. I'll give you a warning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's jump right in. All right. All right. So what, what on earth 
was going on at the beginning of this. Right. Like, so Henry was masturbating into yeah, he a was bucket really, that his friend was, that his groom was holding. I never even saw a bucket. It just looked like him in a towel going to town on his buddy. While he was thinking like, about Anne embroidering. Um, yeah. So can I just tell you, like, this is actually the scene that had me want to do this podcast because a friend of mine, Roy Field Brown, who's <laughs> another podcaster, he asked me, would something like that have actually ever happened? And it was like the genesis of this yeah. podcast was that scene. And the answer is no. And I'll tell you why. It's not the privacy issue of doing it. I mean, like the groom of the stool did all kinds of stuff. So it's not like the groom of the stool knew everything about you. So that's why it was that's called that the guy. Groom of the stool. He's the groom of the stool. Probably that's who that would have been. Yes. All right. And he was the guy who was in charge of. All of Henry's bodily functions. All things stool. And we, yeah, and we talked about that before, how that was actually a really coveted position because you were so close to the Okay, game. I remember. Yeah, I was talking yeah. about washing feet and stuff. Exactly. Um, why this wouldn't have happened like this is because masturbation was a sin for men, and especially for a king, because you were wasting the seed. And so mm. if you were, you know... you. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure it happened, like, obviously. But it wouldn't have, been, but, wouldn't have gone down like that. Yeah, you wouldn't have done it in full public because you were committing, you know, a, a, what was considered a sin, and especially for the king, who's the head of the church, to be doing that. Like, if Henry masturbated, he did it in private. I'm sure the groom of the stool knew because he was at the bottom of the bed. He could tell, but he wasn't, like, in full daylight, in full view of everybody like that. So, short answer, no. All right. All right. Next up. All right. What? Uh, I just, I thought that that was going a different way when you said that uh, he couldn't masturbate. I thought maybe that was another job of, the, of somebody else. Somebody else. Could of the groom. Okay. Right, the just groom stop. Just stop. Just stop. Um, what was, and then the king was talking to his, what, what do you call mm-hmm. that? I, I called it his panel. Like what, what, oh, what his, are those? His privy council. So his privy council. So he's yes. speaking to all his guys, appointed people. What was he alluding? Do you know what he's alluding to when he said, you know, things have been going on without my knowledge here and without my permission, but things are going to change. Like, do you I know what he was, he was talking to? He was talking general? about how Woolsey did all this kind of stuff and he was finding out about all this stuff after the fact. And, you know, he okay. wanted for oh, so Henry, it, was, it was kind of like what they were talking about later. They're like, oh, well, he did this with France and this and that. Yeah. So, it, okay. Henry didn't actually run the government at all for like the first 20 yeah. years of his reign. He just kind of let that handle itself. But, yeah, exactly. So that's what he was referring to with that. Okay. Yeah. And so now, like, getting Woolsey out of the scene wasn't enough for, for Norfolk. Like, he, he wants to kill him now. Yeah. And I don't know in real life the, like, level of drama that they that built that around this. Yeah. But, yeah, he certainly would have had a reason for wanting Woolsey to actually to get him be officially out gone. of the scene. Yes. All right. Um, and then did Woolsey... Do we know that he actually contacted Anne or yes. he tried to contact Anne? Yes, he tried to contact Anne. And, and it went as it, it went. went she as it, she said, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say this is where she took her revenge for Woolsey having um, kept her from marrying uh, early Percy, the other guy that she wanted to marry before she met Henry. And Woolsey had said, no, oh, remember we talked about that. Yeah. Um, so some people say this is where like she really enacted her revenge yeah. by turning him away. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's almost like she, he caused this whole thing to begin with. Yeah. It's like, if you so. would have just let me marry him, well, would have been done. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. She would have been having sons by that point. Yep. And not waiting. And, uh, so now more like his, his job is what Woolsey used to do. I mean, not the religious, he's in a cardinal, but. Woolsey used to be the 
chancellor, chancellor or whatever. Yeah, his and he was also the privy seal. I mean, there's like well, he was many things. Yeah, but but, but as far as doing that, one of that, that's that what part that of it. job title is. Yeah. Okay. And he and is what, taking it seriously. Yeah, and what like what was it? Was that like the religious? Like what? What is it? I mean, why is he going after the Lord like, Chancellor? Really it's the British officer of state who is the custodian of the Great Seal and the Cabinet Minister, the head of the Judiciary and Speaker of the House of Lords. Um, so it's not that, necessarily leader of like all things religious or whatever. Yeah, it's just kind of the prime, like maybe the Prime Minister kind yeah. of equivalent, yeah. like the head person. Okay. Yeah, and all, probably in charge of the money as well. And yeah, I think just. Um, sort of and it also things. formerly in the middle ages, it was always a churchman mm-hmm. and it re- performed multiple functions, keeper of the great seal, chief of the Royal chaplain advisor in both spiritual and temporal matters. All right. Yeah. And I'm uh, on your computer. I'm seeing a picture of Thomas More. Yep. Looks kind of like the Thomas More they cast. Yeah. So if you ever wondered, <laughs> all right. And so more like getting in there, like, as you said, he, I mean, he's, he's really getting on the heretics like right yeah, away. Yeah, he is. It's kind of like, I am in he's charge. Like, I got my power now. People are burning. Yep. Yeah. And like he said, I mean, he said in this episode, he said, I'm not so vain as to show off, but I'm going to use it. Yeah. Start burning people. Yep. Um, that, I don't know if you're going to ask me, but Bishop Fish, the one that was the main drama one that they showed there, or John Fish, the the okay. person, he wasn't actually burned. He died of the plague. Details. Yep. <laughs> when Crom, I, 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 it's more just a statement, I guess. Cromwell must not have liked hearing Moore's new stance in his Ooh. office about how he's going after these new... That's why he had to get on Henry's good side right away and be like, here, let me tell you my plan. Because he wanted to, to protect himself against mm-hmm. that that movement. Yep. Him and all his buddies, too. And then, yeah, juxtaposed to the king, like they went from that scene to the king reading his heretical, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Heretical books. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's interesting how more more is going one way and, and the, king the king is, is going, going another. And more just doesn't accept it because you know it's so. And this is where like that great change, like you said, you know, we haven't seen the show only picks up with Anne really, but you know, we did see in the beginning one of the first episodes him writing the defense that he wrote against yeah, Luther. Yeah. You know, and Pete, he was such a devout. And even we talked about this last time. Even until the end of his life, he would remain a Catholic in everything but name. You know, you would still be. Um, he still persecuted heretics and stuff like that. And so Moore wasn't particularly wrong in thinking that. He just underestimated how badly Henry wanted to be in charge of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, and then it seemed you just mentioned this as well, but it, it seemed like Henry really switched gears. Like, yeah. you know, once the ruling happened, it's like, Woolsey's out, like, things are changing. Yeah, well, is, I is think that he fair reached, to say? Yeah, or? I think he probably, you know, we're years into it at this point. And then him and Anne are just out there. And, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, this was about the time that Catherine was sent away from court, too. I see. Yeah. And then who was that? What's his name? Chapuis. Chapuis. He was the... Spanish ambassador, guy? and he's the guy. He's why I want to go up to Simancas because all of his letters are in the in the oh, state archives. So like back from England, and yeah, stuff. exactly. Huh? Want to go right. see them? Yeah, he was the the Spanish ambassador. He was actually the emperor's ambassador, but the, the emperor was um, based in Spain at that point. So, and can you explain to me like what he was saying? The king he was saying about um, I would have supported Luther 
you know, but but for yeah. dot dot dot, like I I don't, yeah. Can you just well, he's that? just saying if Luther and there were a lot of Catholics who felt this way at that point um, in France, especially there were several um, prominent women who. But if if Luther would have just said, "Look, the church is corrupt. Mm-hmm. We got to do something about that, about these indulgences and blah 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 blah," like they mm-hmm. would have been able to support that. But um, because he went a step further and said, the church is corrupt. Also, it's not true. Also, the Pope is a devil. Also, you know, all the kind of opening okay. it up for all of that kind of stuff. That's yeah. where you lose them. I see. And so what he's saying is, you know, I truly believe that the church is ridiculously corrupt and blah, 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 blah. And, it, you know, we need to have reforms about that. And I would have supported Luther if he would have just stopped. With that. So what all I mean, I guess like this is where, you know, my lack of history. I mean, I knew luther you know kind of spat in the face of the catholic church but yeah. like what i mean i guess like did he say like a lot of wild stuff like well that? yeah or, I, I mean I, i'm I, i don't i have no idea yeah well he said that um didn't have let me just look this up let's look the full text of the 95 theses he basically said that the the pope that didn't have the right to punish people mm-hmm. didn't the pope couldn't forgive sins that the Pope mm-hmm. is not necessary really well, um, really much, and that you don't have to pay indulgences, and that, you know, it, basically that the Pope was kind of useless. useless. Yeah. Okay, so it was kind of all that. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that, um, yeah, you so know, here's something like, it, it says. It wasn't like there's... there's every, here, number 36 in his 95 thesis, every Christian who feels sincere repentance and woe on account of his sins has perfect remission of pain and guilt, even without letters of indulgence. So even without the Pope, if you feel, if if you repent mm-hmm. on your own, mm-hmm. you don't need somebody else to tell you that you're forgiven, which mm-hmm. is a huge... So, that's what Protestant yeah. is based on there, mm-hmm. is that you? it's up to the individual to be able to have that relationship with God themselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says every true Christian, be he still alive or already dead, partake, partaketh in all benefits of Christ and of the church given to him by God, even without the letters of indulgence from the yeah. Pope. So, you know, it's it's not something that the Pope is necessary. And letters of indulgences were basically, you just like bought them from the yes. church. Yes. And that was what really set Luther off was at this time, the, they, the Pope did another round of indulgences to pay for wars And it was so. It's like, oh, all you people, all your old letters aren't good anymore. They've expired, and you go to hell if you don't buy new ones. And people would you don't renew your indulgences. Yeah, and people would pay for masses to be sung for their souls when they died. And actually, it's a growth in the. It's part of the reasons why choirs grew so much um, around this time, as people were paying for choirs to sing masses for their souls mm-hmm. um, when they died and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, people were giving money left, right, and sideways to upside down, wherever way they yeah. could, to the Pope. And huh. um, he was saying, you know, this is, um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that's, I get it. Yeah. Um, and then Charles Brandon, was he, like, he seems rather absent from his responsibilities as whatever. 
Well, I mean, what would you call him? Like, I, I wrote down leader. Like, I mean, what would you... He's just one of the ministers. Well, he's a, he's part of the Privy Council, and the Privy Council were the people who were the closest to I know, the but king. would they have titles? Were they, yeah, like, Privians? Was... Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, members of the Privy Council. Okay, so he'd be a member of the Privy Council. Yeah. You know, he was he started out as just one of Henry's friends. You know, yeah. he wasn't raised as nobility. And all of a sudden, he, he, married, he, he was married to a... Princess, yep. if, if you will. And, yep. uh, so I think he was just... You know, ma- marrying all sorts of people. He's yep. like, oh, you're married to a to a king of another place? Yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. I'm, I'm Charles Brandon. Exactly. It's time to go hunting and find another girlfriend. Yep, pretty yeah. much. All right. Cat- Catherine Willoughby? Yeah. Speaking of Brandon, is uh-huh. that, this, that was that's who he ran married. into? Yeah, and she was his ward. And so what that means is... If you were a noble girl or boy and mm-hmm. your parents died, you were considered a ward. And so what that meant is the king took your money, your land, but the idea was he would then entrust it to someone who would care for you. Okay. And you would probably live with live at their place and they would bring you up, but yeah. then they got to also then decide who you would marry. Mm-hmm. So it was a very um it's actually the the whole birth of the Tudors in part in the a hundred years before, or seventy years before this, or whatever, was Margaret Beaufort, who was Henry Henry the Seventh, Henry Tudor's mother. Her wardship, she was she was a ward, and because her, her father died, her wardship was given to the Tudors, which were the Henry the Sixth half brothers, and so it was like a reward to them. He gave her the wardship of um, Margaret Beaufort because she was an heiress, and then they could decide who she would marry. And they wound up marrying what she married one of the brothers, and then out of that was born Henry the Seventh. So um, you know, the idea was you would have these wards who had a lot of money, and you would give that as a gift to a noble person. You'd say, "Here, bring them up and be good to them." And while they're minors, you get to keep their money, mm-hmm. and then marry them off to a good family but hmm. they would generally just marry them themselves if yeah, they could what it, what to they keep did. the money yeah yeah huh. yeah and so that's what Catherine willoughby was and she was born in 1519 i think so at this point she would have been like 14 when yeah, she married whatever. charles brandon yeah huh and then and yeah and he said i'm gonna marry her and he did yep so yep nice well not very nice for her <laughs> she had to be married to this old man but mm-hmm. okay Normal, I guess. And then the Mr. Fish guy. Mm-hmm. Do we know, like, is is this, do we know if, if this is how it was played out at all? I mean, it, it seemed like he took a mighty large gamble. Yeah. Walking into Moore's office. Well, he did come back, and he was arrested, and he died of plague in the tower in 1531. Okay, so he so, wasn't burned alive. No. But um, but he was he captured was and put away. Yeah. So he might not have come like into his office and said that, that might be a dramatization. But um, yeah, he came and back to England, probably thinking that oh well, Wolsey's gone, so things will be better. And this was during the time that they were going after. There was the Bible in English, Tyndale's Bible in English, and Hugh Latimer, and um, there were a bunch oh, of oh, those people. existed at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they so were might persecuting. Have seen, it might have seemed. What? No, just they were. Yeah, they. It, well, at, after Woolsey's fall, it might have seemed. But I, I still, I think that you're right. It would have been a pretty big gamble. Yeah. But there were places like hotbeds of Protestantism and Cambridge and Oxford. Maybe you might and, have felt safe, kind yeah. of amongst your people. Yeah. But not with not with Thomas More around. Not with Thomas More on the job. No, nope, he's. he's and I would names. think that people would know that about More. You know, I would. Yeah, think he doesn't that, seem to hide his. Um, no. 
But maybe they just thought he was weak. I mean, maybe because, like, you know, Wolsey kind of had an iron hand. Well, but, you know, also, mm-hmm. Moore was famous for being, like, um, a humanist, you know? And he was friends with Erasmus yeah. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm maybe prob- they kind of I'm guessing that. they probably thought... Oh, he's a humanist. Yeah. So, yeah, unless you're against my <laughs> religious beliefs, exactly. then, you're, then I'll burn you alive. Yeah. And laugh. Yeah, and you know, he wrote Utopia and all this kind of, he was, yeah, so I think people might have thought at that point that... Yeah, it does, it does kind of seem contradictory that being a humanist and like burning people at the stake. Yeah, it does. It's like being a feminist and like, you're the one who like carries out atrocities on women. Exactly. Well, you know, I'm a feminist for the ladies who deserve it, is what I meant. But you know, the other ones, they, yeah. All right, Anne (laughs) seems quite brash like talking to the spanish women saying i wish all spanish people were, were at the, the bottom of the bottom sea. of the ocean like yep. was she like this i don't abrasive yes, like she, she was, was just out there just talking like smack to whoever would listen kind yep. of thing she's louise i mean she she was like i'm i'm losing the best years of my life here you people get out of my way well for sure yeah oh <sighs> and then cromwell walks into the king well, I mean, it wasn't walked in. He was in there for another reason. But he, he brings up the, a new strategy. Mm-hmm. Just that seemed quite brave with what Moore's doing, you know, burning people. Mm-hmm. For Cromwell to sort of suggest such a thing to the king seemed quite brave. Yeah, and this is actually what really happened here in the autumn of 1529 was Cranmer, who became the Archbishop of Canterbury. But he was um, a Protestant-leading theologian. He, yeah, yet. I think probably dramatically they just decided to like... Um, not complicate things. Yeah, right. not bring in a character right at the end. But Cromwell knew Cranmer, and I think it was, you know, they hooked each other up and they went in the same circles. But it was Cranmer who said, you know, you, the marriage should be tried by the people but, throughout Europe. Yeah. And, um, you know, Henry thought that was good and told him to go around to give up his other work and okay. spend all of his time so, on it. So that was Cranmer. Cram- What's his name? Thomas Cranmer. Cranmer. All right. And he's a Thomas. You know, yes. Not to be confused with Thomas More or Thomas Cromwell. I did an episode Thomas very early, Cranmer. early on in my podcast called like A Tale of Four Thomases or something like yeah. that. It's just all these That's all, there's only four? It seems well, like there's like 20. They're like the major ones. I know. But um, yeah, so I think they probably, I, in season two, we're going to see. No, I know. Well, yeah. yeah. And then they took, you know, they've taken some liberties. So it's cool. Yeah. All right. So... Oh, and I wrote down, it was like a Jedi mind trick with Cromwell in his office. He was like, yes, there are people around Europe that should be contacted. Yeah. And then the king thinks, and he's like, yes, I'm commanding you to go around and contact these European yeah. theologians. Good stuff. Yeah. And then it was, um, so Cramer first brought it up to him in the autumn of 1529, and then it was February, March, and April, that all of the advisors started going around and consulting. Checking, getting people's words or whatever. Yeah, just more. Like, and then next they're burning him. Like, more is wild. Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't it say in the Bible about, like, man isn't to judge, like, people? I just, like, that's what I thought of as you standing there watching the guy burn. Right. But he was a heretic. I I just, it's, it's hard for me to understand. I mean, it's just hard. You know, I mean, kind of like other things that they used to do, like bear baiting yeah. and stuff, like hard for me to grasp, like yeah. how that's a thing. And, you know, it's and funny. that was just like normal stuff back then. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what you do. There's, um, there was a, there's a saying, I think there's a book actually that says, um, the past 
is a foreign country. They do things differently there. And I think it's like, it's easy to watch these kinds of shows and watch the drama and think, oh, they're just like us, but with nicer outfits. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while yes, everybody's human and everybody has the same kinds of deep core human emotions, love of family and all that kind of stuff. They, they weren't the same as us. Like some of these belief systems are put in before the enlightenment. You know, we have the enlightenment now, like we have all this, there's been, we know that it's like, like what I'm getting from this guy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Guys being burned and stuff, and you know, I wrote something about it. It's just like the, their dedication to their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like it's so real. Like, yeah. And I, I, I don't, you know, I can't see inside people's hearts, but in these days, like people in like you know Western culture, at least, like it doesn't seem like anyone's like that like serious. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, I feel like any. You know, really dedicated person. If if you put them on a stake and says we're going to burn you alive unless you say blank, yeah. I mean, I I don't feel like that many people, you know, are willing to just be like, okay, burn me alive. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I'm good with that. And it, yeah. it's just it's like it's there were it's it's, it's like there wasn't even an option. It, like like it, it's like it couldn't be true otherwise yeah. that 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 you were going to meet God. Like after, and and I don't mean to make this a conversation about God existing or what God does or anything like that. It's just, it, it's, it's like we have just more like, can, like ideological freedom or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And well, I think it's because, like I said, we have the enlightenment, we have the scientific rev, you know, revolution. The, these are still, the, people are arguing and being put to death by saying that the sun goes around the earth rather than the earth or that the earth goes around yeah. the sun, you know, I mean, the, and like put to death, it's yeah. just so wild. Cause like, that's the part I don't understand. And I guess that's the part that, you know, I kind of can't understand. Cause like you're saying, it's a different place. It's like, I don't know if a guy on the street, you know, comes up to me and it's like, Hey, the world is flat. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I disagree. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm of those that, that believe the world is round. Call me, call uh-huh. me crazy, you know, right? whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think the guy deserves to, to be die. put to yeah. death for it. It's like, okay, that dude believes the world's flat. Like I might uh-huh. even run into someone who's like, the world is an illusion. Like it's not even here. And this is, you know, it's like the matrix or whatever. Yeah. And like, I disagree again, uh-huh. but like he doesn't need to die. No, he, he can live. He can live a good life. Again, like he, he could, he could babysit my kid. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's a really nice guy. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, the, the enlightenment, the, the U S and the constitution and freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff was just so crazy. Like dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we take it for granted time. now. It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. stepping on my free speech cause I can't, you know, do blank. And it's like, dude, 
Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea what free speech is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's like, so, I, it's like I tell Hannah. You know, sometimes I'm like, "You think Dad's mean? Like, <laughs> right? you, you, you have no me. idea what mean is." Yeah. Like, yeah. No, so I, yeah, I think it, that Gosh. for this this kind of stuff. Thank like, God, I'm so glad we live like now. Like, I don't know. I mean, versus, I guess for them, they might say... Well, I'm sure they didn't want to live before... Well, the, no, the, even they might look at us now, and they might feel very sorry for us at our souls not having the same kind of assurance that they do. You know, well, I, I, but, but I have assurance. Well, I, I, just don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't need to be burned at the stake yeah. for it. I mean, I see what you're saying. It's different times for different people, but... Yeah. I'm just glad that no one's going to put me to death Yes, really for, for any... I mean, unless... I do some crazy stuff in a country with a death penalty, but Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Rock on. Wow. That, that kind of, that went deep, went away from Renaissance England. (laughs) All right. Jedi mind trick. (laughs) Okay. The party party. And that, that someone commented like was like a wedding. Yep. How often, I mean, not that you had an invite list, but like, right. do you know about how often they would have parties? They were like fairly this? common because it was a way for the king to reward his nobles for being his loyal people. to him, and so like a you know like once a month, like I think probably once every few maybe months. once a week or once every couple of weeks. Okay, so so kind of often. Yeah, I mean, it was this this wasn't nightly dinner, no, or something. but it was it was pretty common, and you okay. know there wasn't any other entertainment. It's not like you were watching yeah. sports together and still yeah. watching the and game. And it's not like you were hurting for 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 money or food yeah. if you're the if you're. It was important king. for lots of different reasons: networking and you know it was and just having a know, good time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone wants to dance. Sure. <laughs> you don't like the way they dance, though. No, but I. I, I if it's dancing or no dancing, I'm, I'm going to dance. Nice. Yeah. So however, <laughs> however weird I got to do it. Rock on. And then he, d- he really made dad Boleyn. Yeah. He made them all royalty like because of- he had Earl Rochford and stuff. He had to, um, Wiltshire. Um, he had to do all that to set up for marrying Anne. Cause Oh, cause you can't. To, yeah. Yeah. You have, have to, to marry, marry a, a royalty person. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're royalty. That's Congratulations, funny. you are now noble. Yeah, and then him and Anne, like at this point, were just way out there, just like kissing in public, mm-hmm. like going to parties. I mean, they weren't even pretending to. Yep. And that's, I mean, that's how that was. Yep. Huh. Yeah, it was like there were two queens. And it's just like all this stuff. I've just, I can't believe like all this really happened. I mean, it just <laughs> blows me away that like this is not, you know, desperate housewives, like just some, like completely made up. I mean, this yeah. is like reality it's wild no i know right that's Um, why like who needs to watch desperate housewives when you've got like real history yeah you don't even have to watch the actual tutors the tv show you can actually just read the books and watch the documentaries because they're like there's why to watch desperate housewives just some not everyone in the world likes reading as much as you do okay yeah i I think you forget that not all the world loves reading as much as you do I know. I, we're missing out, us, us non-readers. <laughs> I know how much, uh, just to speak for all the non-readers in the world, like, I think we have to admit to ourselves that we're missing out on a lot of great stuff, but we're also not spending our time reading, so we're doing other, other good stuff, you know. Like playing your video game. Like playing video games, <laughs> watching Desperate Housewives. Oh, the next question. All right. Maybe Next some work. people are going to the gym. You know, maybe some people yep. are doing uh-huh. good with their time. Next question. All right. So the queen seems like she's finally... Like letting go, like, or at least let finally seeing that that the king isn't going to let his thing go. 
Yeah. I think she's starting to see that. And then he really, the king really gave Woolsey's palace to Anne. Yes. He gave all kinds of stuff to Anne. That's crazy. Hey, do you want a giant palace? Like, oh, that's cool. Well, as part of ennobling her, right? You needed to have give her lots of land and stuff to go along with that. Sure. It's, there's no point being a noble lady if you're not going to have Without anything. a thing. Yeah. And then Moore kind of seemed like a fool talking about the king. Ah, uh, I know, right? The, he he's like, oh, I know the king. He would never, you know, do and this And you have to remember, that. Moore knew Henry since he was a child. So yeah. this, I mean, Moore literally he knew thought, Henry since he, thought, he was like well, eight he years old or he something. Knew, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He'd known Henry for like 30 years at this point. Yeah. And then and then there's a scene with Thomas Tallis and the Wyatt guy. Uh-huh. What's his name? Charles Wyatt? Thomas Wyatt. He's another Thomas? Yeah. Okay. Do you have any idea what that conversation was about? And he's like, oh, and I slept with Anne. Like, I mean, was no, that... he said I didn't. Oh, he didn't? Yeah, because oh, okay. he said for what it's worth, I didn't. I thought he said he did. Okay. Yeah. Do you have, I mean, was that... I don't, I think it was, that's just dramatic license. Or maybe it's for future things setting up. Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to be accused along with her adulterer. He's going to be accused in the adultery trial of her. Okay. So So it's probably just just reminding us all that he didn't, that there was this rumor that he did. Um, and then like Woolsey just has some gall writing to both Anne and the, and the queen. Yeah. Woolsey's a little desperate. He is like, that's just some, you know, and I think. But, but pardon me, you know, we we were just completely lost. But remember, that's like what Woolsey does, right? Is like have a deal with the French and then that goes sour. So, yeah, okay, and then let's he goes like, over to the Spanish and yeah. he's like, oh, it's all, it's all good. The emperor and okay, let's do this. Huh. So. And was the government really broke? Like how Henry was saying, we have no yeah. money. And- Henry VII left Henry VIII a huge treasure, but Henry VIII spent a crap ton of it building boats and making war on France in the early part of his reign. And he was starting to run. And the other thing is he needed parliament to raise any taxes and he didn't, he hadn't called a parliament in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so he, he was running out of money. I see. Okay. He had tried to do a couple of taxes in the 1520s to raise money for wars. One of them, there was actually a protest that succeeded. He had to repeal one of the ones that he wanted no, to do. Because of and, the protest. huh? Yeah. And then, and and now he's already questioning his new his new yep. privy council. Yep, just seems seems like a bad uh, like a bad scene for those guys. It's like, hey, we're we're finally in power. We got Woolsey out of here, and uh oh, now uh-oh. the king's saying we're not as good as Woolsey. And yep, yikes! I'm sure that I don't know that that exact scene took place, but I'm sure there were similar scenes because Woolsey did a did a ton ton of stuff. For yeah. Yeah, and it just—it'd be really hard to deal, like, be hard to deal with the king, knowing how much he changes his mind. Because it's yeah. like, you know, if you smell that, like, oh, he's not going to like us. It's like you know that next week you could be dead, exactly. Because kind of, he's just—it's like, oh, this person now, not this person. And yep. Yikes! Yeah, I wrote scary times for no folk. Yep. And then Woolsey seemed really brave, like throwing that out there, like with the that the Pope should boss around the king i mean yeah it just doesn't you know i i mean i know you weren't around but like is is there do you know so first of all like he he really did something like this Woolsey was trying to do stuff like this yeah uh he was trying to talk to Catherine, and he was trying to work work out a deal it was like his final kind of thing yeah like it just to me it just seems like he wouldn't be that stupid like knowing the king i mean i Uh can't imagine him thinking it would be a good idea, but I don't know. I mean, it seems like something they would do to frame him. 
Yeah, I think but it was a know. you know a desperate, and maybe he thought also that maybe it wasn't going to work for him to be in England, but maybe he could get if he could like somehow, a place in Rome. Yeah, or something. if he could somehow bring Henry back and have things enforced, like he'd get rewarded in Rome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just I mean, it, it beats not not having anything and like totally no for sure just yeah. being just that yeah. yeah. All right. And also you have to, like, I think it's like, that's what Woolsey does, you know? Kind of like me, how I, I'm i productive and I do stuff. Like, I'm sure it was just killing him. Yeah, like, just not to do anything. It's like, like, I got to get in there. I got to Yeah, I got to get my somehow. hands into this. I got to yeah. work my magic, my Woolsey magic. Yeah. And then I, I, I feel like it was just the last, what, last straw? Like, yeah. that just um, the Pope, like, ordering the king yeah. About his like girlfriend or what like yeah, and that happened after Woolsey. So I'm looking at this timeline here, and that was Woolsey was arrested in November in the autumn of 1530, mm-hmm. and then um, it was in January of 31 that so a couple months later, yeah. The Pope ordered, but it just seems and, like just that seems like a bad move. Yeah. Like just you, you're talking to the wrong, you're and telling like, the wrong person. He'd the wrong already thing. summoned him to Rome a year before yeah. to appear before the court. Remember, like where yeah. we were at last episode, and yeah. it's like. You, you don't quite get the message that it's not going to happen. So that was after the court? In, yeah. In real, in real life, he went to the court in October. Well he, well, he didn't actually go to Rome. He was called to Rome. Um, in So the Legantine court that we saw was in the summer of 1529. Okay. And he was summoned to Rome after that. Remember, they said, we're going to put yep. it off till October. Yep. And then in the autumn of all that time was when we're looking at, like, maybe let's talk to the universities, do church reform, blah, 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 blah. And then so they was, never had that. They never October had that. hearing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that part. And then in a year and a half later, he's ordered to go to Rome. And, All right. So they never, but they never had the follow-up hearing that they said come to Rome and do this. Not that affected That's Henry just at all. The, the king started going around and yeah. checking out. Like they might have had some hearing, and but it yeah. didn't matter because. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then Boleyn really seemed to slap. You know, like kind of slapped to the face of the Spanish ambassador, like saying about, you know, like, you know, Peter wasn't a, you know, was just riding the coattails. Yeah. Man, that's, uh, that would be dangerous stuff to stay around more. Yes, it would (laughs) for sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, and then when they were taking Woolsey away, you said that that's a real quote. Yeah. He said, yeah. If I'd served God as diligently as I've served the King of England, he would not have abandoned me in my gray hair. Hmm. Hmm. Yep. That's what you get for, for serving the king, I guess. It's true that. And then the Spanish ambassador just just kind of up and left? You know, I don't know think so. Because when I look at the record of when he was at court, he had some absences in from 1539 to 1540 and again in 1542. So... I don't, he was in there between there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I don't think he. So you don't think he really just up and left? No, I don't think so. All right. He might have been called back for something, but um, you know, for a brief period. But um. And then what was that play thing or the mask? Yeah. Is that what you call it? Yeah, that was a mask. So they there is a record that they had something like this celebrating. I mean, it was just kind of a parody, and they mm-hmm. would do. Ma- Remember how Henry met Anne at that one mask? Yeah. So these were common things to do, and you would do it like a satirical TV show now, or you uh-huh. know, so like Saturday Night Live lately has been doing. Okay. So you know, it was it was along those lines of something they were doing, bringing up the Cardinal's fall, and um, 
and that and I think it's interesting though because that the depiction of it there is so different than in Wolf Hall where like in that one I was looking and Cromwell was right in joining in with everything and in Wolf Hall he was watching and thinking like about these people who had ruined Woolsey and how he was going to destroy them yeah. and stuff and I think that that's probably closer to the truth knowing the little bit that we do about Cromwell's personality that I don't think he was such a careful man too I don't think he would have been right in the middle of this whole party yeah. being like right because he hid his Protestantism too for a long time mm-hmm. so um, I think that part was incorrect. Yeah, in his the depiction of what he was yeah. doing. Woolsey didn't he didn't really kill himself. I mean, I guess we don't know, but he died of natural causes. But you you saw that how at the end he said no one no one must ever know. Henry said no one must ever know that he killed yeah. himself. So I think they're just kind of playing like that was the great cover up or something. Yeah, but, that maybe he really did, but he, yeah. they covered it up. But you don't think? Yeah, so. I don't think he did. I mean, that was such a sin. That was such. Yeah, I mean, I I yeah. wouldn't guess so. I know. I mean, um, and he was old and sick by this point. Yeah. It's not unusual that he would catch something. So then they showed Henry shooting his bow, yep. you know, and they came in and more, I guess, came and told him or whoever. It was Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Um, I was just, did you know that archers way back when wouldn't fire with the bow on the left side of their, the arrow on the left side of their bow? They would put it on the other side because then you could just slap it up to it and fire more rapidly. Like they could do, you know, five shots in three seconds. Not those. You're you're talking about longbows. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You're talking. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just like it was a different. Interesting. It's a different scene. Yeah. So. English archers at this time were still so important. The English archers responsible for the the success England had in the Hundred Years' War at Crecy and Agincourt, and it was by law. Everybody had to practice archery for like three hours on a Sunday. It was uh-huh. like, it was like the law. So that's interesting. Where'd you read that? I, I, I on some video I saw. There's some guy that's like brought back the art of bow of shooting arrows and like he can do some amazing and you know, shoot like ten arrows on ten different targets in like a five, minute. No, like five, five seconds. seconds. Oh my I mean, God. it's crazy. You should look up super fast bow shooter guy. I will. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing. So did Henry really start arresting Catholics then? Yeah, so what he started doing um there he the, there was he called a parliament and it was the reformation parliament here that went from 1529 to 36. He lodged a charge against the clergy that was a lesser form of treason. And it was committed when an attempt was made to exercise illegal jurisdiction that rivaled that of the crown. So he was so saying... So when they tried to fight for, like, royal power... Yeah. He was saying that that's a crime. Exactly. challenging the... Yeah. It's it's like trees and light. That's funny. Yeah. And so in 1531, the clergy paid 100,000 pounds to buy a pardon for their crime. And Henry demanded more, and he said that the clergy needed to recognize that they held no jurisdiction independently of the crown. And so then, you know, it continued from there. And so that was... So this is all like a build-up to... Him saying that he's the head of the church. To and, the leading. Yeah. All right. And then th- this is the question I, I was saying about in the beginning that's sort of a spoiler okay. alert question. So if you don't want to give things okay. away, you know, don't listen. But... um. Did did everyone end up dying that Henry that was around Henry at this time? Like, did he? he so he killed Anne Boleyn. Yeah. Did he kill? He killed Thomas More. Yep. He killed Thomas Cromwell. Yep. 
Did he kill Charles Brandon? No. How about Norfolk? No. Norfolk managed to survive. He was, made it through all this. He made it. He even had another niece marry Henry later on. <laughs> he just, he's Howard. really good finagler. Or whatever. Yeah. He, and he then, and to... Wolsey died or whatever. So mm-hmm. he was, you know, he lost his life. Um, who else? Boleyn's dad. Did he die? No, he made it. Um, I guess that's most of the Anne and people her brother around. both died. And both both Anne and her brother. Mm-hmm. Thomas Tallis wasn't killed, was no. he? No. Okay. So but he, he also was wasn't at court during this time. I know. <laughs> he, he wasn't even around now. No. He wasn't having gay romances no. with, with people in court at no. this time. No. All right. Um, and um, yeah, yeah, I think um, it's interesting that the person who kind of started was at the center of all this with Henry Catherine. He, he didn't kill her. Yeah. Yeah. She made it out. Yeah. So. I mean, she, all right. So he yeah. didn't kill everyone. That's like about half, about yeah. half and half. Yeah. yeah. Half 50, made it, 50 half. chance. Not too bad. He didn't kill the Spanish ambassador. Yeah. yeah. I haven't killed more than 50% of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. Doing all right. And you're not even the King of England, right? No, not, not yet. All right. All right. Well, well, wait. Were you were you going to ask anything those else? Are all the, there was. I thought maybe oh, your, your oh, attention just, would be drawn by the sex scene at the end. Yes, like that. yes. I had one comment on on the sex scene at the end. Right. Oh, the torment when the Pope will not grant you a divorce. <laughs> that's, I, I think that's what they were. She was writhing on the ground, yeah. thinking. Damn it, Pope. I hate this Pope. You're standing in the way of me and... Yeah, and I don't... You know, they they would have had to have been... I don't know that they actually would have had full-on intercourse like that even by this point. Um, they It would have been so risky. Yeah, no, she, that, that would have been a bad... Yeah. If, if someone would have snapped a picture of that yeah. and it would have hit Not the good. tabloids. Yeah. Not good. So All do right. you want to wrap up with your themes or anything? Um, I just think, you know, this is the start of things getting so weird for people with, for everyday people with religion. Um, and, you know, how this is going to start up until now, it's just affected the court, but it's going to start to trickle start down and all sorts of affect lots of people here pretty soon. And, you know, the kind of this growth of questioning this is like the first time people really are able to successfully question power. And, you know, that's once you open that Pandora's box, it's hard to, it's yeah, hard to close Pandora that Pandora gets out of her box, you right? can't put her back in, man. No, you cannot. And so it's just interesting that, to see that this is kind of the start of people. Uh, uh, there's now this effort to contain and In the past, if there were riots and things, you, you know, people would be able to contain them. But we're going to start to see in Henry's reign now – regular people fighting for their religious beliefs and fighting this stuff. And it's in part, you know, if the King's willing to fight the Pope and if the King's saying yeah. that the Pope, that the Holy Pope is yeah. somebody you can fight, well, maybe we can fight the King and stuff. Yeah. And so yeah. um, in season two, I think we're going to start to see things like that. Wow. So like, it's going to bring gonna in the hit. common man. It's yep. gonna... You start messing with the common man and his opinion of God and telling him he's going to hell. If, yeah, it's a it's a lot more it's a lot more drama than just all your fancy dressed yep. friends prancing around court trying not to do anything wrong. Exactly. All of a sudden, you're messing with. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So thank you for watching, listening along yep. with us. Thank you very much. We'd really appreciate it if you went to iTunes and gave us a rating. Yep. And you can check out watchingthetutors.com to see more resources and links and. That is it. We'll be back next week with yeah, we'll season see, two. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.